1: Any health-related information on the following show provides general information only. Content presented on any show by any host or guest should not be substituted for a doctor's advice. Always consult your physician before beginning any new diet, exercise, or treatment program.
2: Hi, I'm Pat Rullo, author, speaker, and radio host of Speak Up Talk Radio. I'm local and vocal when it comes to healthcare safety. If you need a life changing topic and speaker for your next event, call me 440 725 5462 or visit speakupandstayalive.com. Patient safety is your right, so don't go wrong. Let me share what I know with your group 440 725 5462 or visit speakupandstayalive.com. Hello and welcome. I'm Pat Rulo, the voice for patient safety, where each week we delve into little known healthcare and hospital hazards, as well as other fringe topics that affect your health and well being. I'm so happy you've taken the time to join me, and today I have lots to share with you. So let's dig right in, shall we? today's guest here to help us with the idea of feeling better by clearing out the trapped energy within our living space and within our relationships. I know it works for me, so I'm looking forward to learning more and sharing it with you so you too can improve your mood, your health, and your life. But before we head to that happy place, I have a rather somber topic to begin with, so you know me. Let's dive right in. (music) Wi-Fi exiles and wireless refugees. Today, I'd like to share with you an email I received from a gentleman whom I've never met. He has written to me in the past and has shared his health situation, a rather complicated mess, of sensitivity to electromagnetic frequencies, Lyme disease, Morgellons disease, which is a painful condition which can cause fiber-like growths on the skin and is sometimes associated with Lyme disease. Now, this man is very well educated, having experience in architectural design, audio acoustics and wave propagation theory, electronics engineering, both analog and digital radio communications theory, cellular biology, pharmaceutical and chemical patent histories, physics, and more. So intelligent describes him. Now I don't know his entire story, but I do know that his sensitivity to wireless devices such as cell phones and computers, to the frequencies given off by cell towers, caused him to lose his job as he was unable to be anywhere around these frequencies for even a short period of time, without falling ill, and requiring medication and rest i hadn't heard from him in months and just received an update which i will share shortly but first i want to lightly review and explain how and why people become sensitive and this is a quote from one of the authors of the BioInitiative initiative report cindy sage whom i interviewed and shared with you as a guest maybe a year or so ago And you can find that uh, interview at the website, speakupandstayalive.com. Go to the archives page, and I would encourage you to listen to that again. She says, human beings are bioelectrical systems. We all know that. Our hearts and brains are regulated by internal bioelectrical signals. Environmental exposures to artificial EMFs, that's electromagnetic frequencies, can interact with the fundamental biological processes in the human body. Now, in today's world, everyone is exposed to two types of electromagnetic frequencies. One are extremely low-frequency electromagnetic fields from electrical and electronic appliances and power lines. And then, number two, there's radio frequency radiation from wireless devices such as cell phones and cordless phones, cellular antennas and towers, and smart meters, too. And you may have heard people talk about dirty electricity. Dirty or stray electricity refers to high-frequency transients, harmonics, and other noise on electrical wiring. Now, it's not noise that you can hear, but it's still there. It can be generated inside buildings by electronic equipment, and it can enter your home through wiring from nearby sources, including wireless telecommunication antennas that are connected to the power grid. Now, when the capacity of these distribution lines are exceeded, the current can no longer run on the line like it's supposed to, and therefore it finds another route and runs along the ground and enters homes via grounded water pipes. So, that's a mini-lesson in man-made frequencies. So, what is electrohypersensitivity, or EHS for short? EHS is defined by the World Health Organization as a phenomenon where individuals experience adverse health effects while in the vicinity of devices emanating electric, magnetic, or electromagnetic fields. In Sweden, it is classified as a disability, and they even have healthcare facilities with very low levels of exposure to electromagnetic fields and radiofrequency radiation. And I mention that because in hospitals in the United States, the levels of exposure are extreme. And I know this because I carry a handheld measuring meter with me at every doctor or hospital visit just to measure the amount of microwave radiation I'm being hit with just by entering the building. So what are the symptoms of EHS? The primary EHS symptoms are headaches, particularly tension headaches along the sides of the head and the temple area, heart palpitations and pressure in the chest, Skin burning, redness, rashes, and tingling, particularly in the face and arms. Here's a big one many people are experiencing because of this, especially because of all of the wireless gizmos they have in their bedrooms. Difficulty sleeping, where sleep is interrupted, is light, dreamless, and leaves the person feeling tired in the morning. Tinnitus, or ringing in the ears. Fatigue and tiredness during the day, even after many hours of sleep, where tiredness pervades the day cognitive decline, memory and concentration difficulties, a brain fog. There's also secondary symptoms such as anxiety and tension, inability to heal quickly from viruses and bacteria, lightheadedness or dizziness, nausea, mood swings, arm finger and leg twitching, depression. And what's interesting about these symptoms is they're kind of general and could be indicative of many other diseases or problems and often go untreated and undiagnosed. Symptoms can vary from patient to patient depending on their physical biology and their exposure intensity and duration. Symptoms quickly improve when away from these sources, particularly when the person moves away from computers, fluorescent lighting, transformers, wireless antennas, cell and cordless phones, appliances, and out of proximity to cell phone towers, electrical substations and power lines. Then, symptoms recur on returning to the irradiated environment, and over time, sensitivity is increased to smaller and smaller amounts of exposure. So in other words, if you are already a sensitive person, or if you were silently living or working in a high EMF environment for a period of time and build a sensitivity to it, it gradually takes less and less exposure to affect you. And that leads me to this email I received from this man forced to move from his apartment with nowhere to go to find relief. He writes, Hello, Pat. It's been a difficult time since I last wrote, but I'm still somewhat alive. I've spent quite a lot of time in various locales around northern Wisconsin in December and January and much too much time in my car. I haven't been doing much Internet of late, as Wi-Fi is the only way I can communicate with the greater, question mark, world. I'm currently staying with a friend in a north suburb of the Twin Cities where I grew up. I find it not survivable for me here. Anyone who thinks living in a car is inexpensive and fun should really give it a try, as I've spent more money on car repairs, motels, and funky restaurants in three months than a full year's Section 8 apartment rent. As expected and foretold, my health has continued to decline like a skateboard toward H.E. Double hockey stick, if you know what I mean. I've been thinking about heading south after the next round of car repairs, as the specter of freezing to death seems downright unpleasant and inefficient. I've never been to Arkansas or Tennessee, so may just drive down in that general direction soon. All this to say I have no plan and very little hope. I wish I could say something pleasant. There. Best, Carl. Wow. And this is an example of the social aspect of electrohypersensitivity and not just the psychological or physical or medical. Can you imagine having to live in your car, traveling around to find a place to light that isn't bombarded by the frequencies given off by cell towers? I mean, just look around as you're driving from your home to the grocery store. of cell towers everywhere. And what's even more sinister, there are cell antennas all over the place that you don't even see or know about almost every senior housing has cell antennas on them hospitals have them on top of their buildings and what about stealth antennas yes stealth i said those hidden in gas station signs flagpoles church steeples and even dressed up as fake saguaro cactus or palm trees recently i was a speaker at a local recreation slash senior facility and as we pulled into the parking lot my meter registered extremely high numbers Yet upon gazing the landscape, I couldn't see any cell towers. The reading was so high, I knew the culprit had to be somewhere really close by. And sure enough, I got out of my car and looked at the flagpole, proudly waving the American flag in the breeze. The flagpole was a cover for cell antennas. Yet, I'll bet you a $1,000, no one but me and the city officials know about this. Meantime, The poor folks inside, running on the track, working out, thinking they're doing something spectacular for their health, are getting fried and zapped without their informed consent. Well, I tell this today to create awareness. Our wireless gizmos and gadgets are not without harmful effects. If we continue to radiate the population, our little children in schools, as Wi-Fi and computers have replaced books, Our seniors as hospitals, nursing homes, senior housing proudly tout wireless capabilities with giant antennas on the roof. If we continue at this pace, we may all end up like Carl, a Wi-Fi exile, a wireless refugee. And to quote a previous guest, Kim Goldberg, an award-winning journalist, author, and poet from British Columbia, she writes, Where do you go when an invisible matrix spanning the globe is making you sick? These Wi-Fi exiles and the special sanctuaries cropping up around the world to keep them safe may indeed be harbingers of a future we are all hurtling toward. And sanctuaries safe from wireless are cropping up throughout the United States. You may have heard of Green Bank, West Virginia. It's not a formal EHS sanctuary, but a small community that is located within the United States National Radio Quiet Zone, established in 1958 to shield the radio astronomy telescopes there from radio interference, and a lot of folks are moving there. There's the Silent Dome Spa in Grass Valley, California. This EMF Silent House is located in the Sierra Nevada Mountains, 10 miles south of Grass Valley and more than two miles from any phone masts, Colorado has an EM sensitivity research institute in Rockville, Colorado. In Snowflake, Arizona, there is a multiple chemical sensitivity and electronic hypersensitivity community. And according to the website, a rural area outside of Snowflake, Arizona has become a haven for people with severe MCS and electrical sensitivity. In Wisconsin, 22 acres in a Southwest Wisconsin town that is a safe zone. So people are being forced to respond to this negative and unwanted health hazard by creating safe zones so they don't have to live like gypsy nomads in their cars. So, what can you do to protect yourself? You know, two things. You can either get rid of it or you can avoid it. I do and have done both. For my health and the health of my family and pets, I've removed all wireless from my home. I've ditched the wireless router and I connect to the internet via Ethernet cable. It gives me faster and safer internet access, too. I don't use or carry a cell phone. And I bought some meters, handheld effective meters that can measure the amount of exposure wherever I am. So I know if I can safely stay there, limit my time, or simply avoid the place. Now, I never intended to offer meters on our website, but due to the amount of requests, you can now purchase a meter for yourself. Simply go to the website, speakupandstayalive.com speakupandstayalive.com, all spelled out. There you will find a few meters that I've pre-selected for you as being user-friendly, easy to use, and at the lowest price on the internet. I really hope I never get another sad letter like this one, but I fear that as the powers that be continue to blanket the earth with these harmful frequencies, that we are just seeing an omen of things to come. I wish, that hospitals and doctor's offices of all places would take heed and hardwire their space so that sick people aren't weakened even further upon entering a supposed place to heal. I mean, it simply doesn't make sense to carry on like this and trust that the FCC or anyone else is really looking out for us. Just like tobacco and asbestos. Let's wait until millions of people are harmed to wake up and make changes. Now, I'm surely not suggesting we toss technology out, Let's just use it responsibly. It's simple to hardwire and still enjoy all that technology has to offer without making people sick. So hospitals, doctors, nurses, anyone out there in the health field, do what you can to wake up the management. And patients, if you really knew how much you were being harmed, every time a nurse walks into the room with a rolling Wi-Fi computer cart, you'd try to do something about it. All you have to do is bring a meter with you and make the invisible visible. Come on, let's not go the way of Carl, exiled from our homes, our friends, our jobs, our lives. Remember, you have to speak up and stay alive.
1: listen to Pat Rulo and Speak Up Radio. To learn more, go to speakupandstayalive.com. That's speakupandstayalive.com.
2: Hi, I'm Jenna Panaritas, host of the AgeWise podcast. We're all living longer, and at some point, we're all going to need care. Many of us are already being cared for by sons and daughters, spouses and partners. On the AgeWise podcast, members of every generation share their stories of caregiving and aging. I like about living alone that it's all mine and it's the first time in my life when I didn't have to consider children husband or anything else. She wasn't scared and I was
3: bawling. You know, I knew what this meant for her. There's no coming back from Huntington's. I also knew that the 50-50 chance
2: that I had it. Tune in every Thursday for a brand new episode at speakuptalkradio.com. To learn more about the show, visit the AgeWise website. That's A G E W Y Z.com. U.S. Marine Corps veteran Sherman Gillums Jr., thank you so much for all that you're doing to support military veterans and their caregivers. Thank okay. you. Hi there. I'm Gina Murphy-Darling, the host of Mrs. Green's World, and I personally invite you to become a part of our movement. We show up every day to help create the change we wish to see because we care deeply about this great planet of ours. The guests I interview inspire ways of living that are healthy, sustainable, and socially just. We discuss real issues by leveraging experts and science to get trustworthy information. Please visit our website at mrsgreensworld.com to learn more and to become a part of our world. we're going to learn how to create a harmonious living space, that's right, a serene, harmonious home, a vibrant, thriving office, an inviting place that beckons you as soon as you walk through the door. Does this describe where you live or work? Well, if not, it may be time for space clearing. And with us today is a returning guest, Alana Sheeran, the podcast host of Create Your Magical Life, who knows how to do this and can help guide you through the process. Welcome to the show, Alana. Thank you so much. Happy to be back. Yeah, I say welcome back. Now, when we're talking about the space around us, how would we know that we need to pay attention to the space around us? What would we... What kind of signs or feelings, what would be an indication that, hey, we need to think about this?
3: So what a lot of my clients come to me with is a feeling of not being comfortable in their space. Just never really just kind of just... They can't quite figure out how to get the furniture to work, and they just don't feel at home in their space or it feels cold or they, you know, there's just something that's not quite right about it. Uh, Another big indicator is if you don't sleep well, if you toss and turn, if you have insomnia, there is probably something in your space that is impacting your sleep. Now, there could also be other things in your health or, you know, what you're eating, but there's probably something in your space that's impacting you. Certainly, I have people who are, who feel afraid in their spaces, Uh, who feel like there's a negative energy, they can feel that clearly. That's a huge sign that a space clearing would be helpful for you. If you know anything about the history of the space, Mm -hmm. that's a good thing. Um, When I was learning space clearing, there was a conversation about a house that uh, my teachers actually called the divorce house because every family that moved in there within a couple of years would end up divorcing and moving out. Mm -hmm. And if you know that the family before you ended up in some sort of trauma, you might wanna think about having the space cleared.
2: I was just gonna mention that about buying or renting a home or an office space. You know, What can we look for and what can we do to remove that leftover energy? Is it something we can do ourselves or do we need a guide such as yourself?
3: There are absolutely things you can do. A lot of people will use sage or incense mm-hmm. or some sort of smoke and they'll clear the, the energy of their space. You can even walk through your home and clap really loudly and that will help break up stuck energy in this space. I actually look at the energy that's coming from the earth. And we all know that the earth has major stress release points and fault points. So the earth has different stress release points. And when your bed, for example, is on top of a stress release point from the earth, it can feel like depression. It can feel like there's this weight on your chest. I can walk into a space now and feel the earth energy because it feels so heavy. And so you may or may not be sensitive to energy, and that's fine. If you are and you walk into a space and it feels really heavy, that's probably the earth energy. Mm-hmm. If you, Again, it, that's, a, that's a big thing I look for if people aren't sleeping. So I clear that. And then what I do is I actually go in and I clear uh, the, the gunk that comes from electromagnetic electromagnetic radiation and and, um, like all of our technology all of our appliances um, I can actually shrink that so that you're not sitting in the middle of it
2: I'm glad you're bringing this up I had in the past a gentleman who was from Austria he was a third generation water dowser and we did a couple segments on geopathic stress within our homes and we talked about our beds and I'm a real big proponent about being concerned about the technology within our home, the electromagnetic fields that are just clearly not in harmony with nature or our bodies that emanate from cell phones and wireless routers and portable phones and chargers and dimmer switches and our electrical appliances and you go into some people's bedrooms and you feel like you're in a best buy showroom. Everything is going on and how could you possibly sleep well with all of that? So I'm so thrilled that you brought up the whole EMF concept for people to become aware of
3: technology is a part of our lives in a way that it never used to be and uh, even just having plants next to um, technology can be helpful because they can absorb that energy The, the technique that I know is simple and anyone can learn how to do it it's incredibly powerful though I have seen people get job promotions out of the blue after their space was cleared. I've seen people um, uncover health issues that they didn't know were happening and they caught them early after their space was cleared. I've seen family dynamics change, people start to sleep better. It really is fascinating. Um
2: I know that I seem to be very conscious about any space around me, even if it's temporary, such as sitting in a restaurant. I, I can feel uncomfortable just based on the layout of the room or the initial feeling that I get there, which then led me to think about hospital rooms. I spent a bit of time with my mom when she's in and out of the hospital settings. That that becomes your living space and those tiny little rooms are filled with the energies of thousands of previous patients and, and certainly not in harmony with anyone's energy. So. Is there anything we can do to alleviate that uncomfortable feeling in a temporary space?
3: Yeah, it's really important to focus, to be aware of that. There are simple things you can do, certainly on your own, again, to help make the space feel better. You can do some, you know, some little touches if you're going to be there for a long time, bring in a plant if they'll let you or whatever, add some pops of color. Um, but yes, you're exactly right, that space is holding the energy of all the people who've been in it before. Those hospital beds have had so much trauma in oh, them and yes. so much pain. Yes. So, again, it's difficult to do some of these things in a hospital because you, you don't want to have smoke in a hospital. You don't want to have fire in a hospital. Mm-hmm. If there's you, know, you can't light a candle, which is something that I often recommend. If there's an oxygen issue, mm-hmm. you know, they often don't like that. So walking around and clapping, again, is a really good way to break up some stuck energy. Uh, you can also just meditate in the space, or pray in the space. If that is what you do, you can call in positive energy, and and then visualize that bubble again. Mm-hmm. Put a bubble around the room, and affirm that only energy that is of, that is serving the highest good of the people in the space is allowed to enter. So again, it sounds very simple and simplistic, and yet it can be effective. Mm-hmm
2: quote what you said on your website. When there is an alignment between you and your environment, magic happens. Your life opens up in a beautiful and often unexpected ways. And I know all of us could use a bit of magic. So I'm going to ask everyone this week to think about your environment, your living space, your personal space, and try to make some healthy and positive changes. And if you need some help, as a guide, please reach out to Alana at alanashirin.com. What a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you so much for sharing you and your wisdom with us today. Thank you, Pat. I'm happy to be back.
1: Listen to Pat Rulo and speak up and stay alive radio. Stay safe from little known healthcare and hospital hazards. To learn more, go to speakupandstayalive.com. That's speakupandstayalive.com.
2: Well, there you have it. Lots to think about and plenty to share with others. And to do so, simply head over to the website, speakupandstayalive.com, where you can listen to today's show again and hear previous episodes all under the radio archives button. And while you're there, visit the shop page to get a copy of the life-saving book, Speak Up and Stay Alive, Your Hospital Survival Guide. Now, if you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area, listen to the show every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on WHKW, AM 1220, as well as on WHKZ, AM 1440. And tune in again every Sunday evening at 6 o'clock. Same show, but on WHK, AM 1420. We're also on iTunes, iHeartRadio, SpeakUpTalkRadio.com, and about 50 additional online venues. So, uh, no excuse to miss a single episode. And if you just need more of me, invite me to speak to your group, club, church, business, or hospital. My presentations are fun, fast-paced, informative, and life-saving. And I can guarantee this, no one falls asleep on my watch. Visit SpeakUpAndStayAlive.com for more information. Email me at pat at speakupandstayalive.com or call me and leave a message on the radio studio line 440-725-5462 That is 440-725-5462 Well, that is it for today. Until next time, I hope you have a healthy and a happy week. I am Pat Rulo and I am the voice for informed choice.